You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Family Secrets is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Danny Shapiro, and this is a very special bonus episode of Family Secrets. I love every single one of my guests on Family Secrets, but I have to say, this particular guest and conversation blew me away. I learned so much from, get ready for it, the extraordinary, brilliantly gifted, strong and powerful human being, Alicia Keys. Alicia, thank you so much for joining me on Family Secrets. I'm just honored and delighted to have you on as a, as a special guest. I couldn't be more excited, too. I'm very happy to speak to you. So I started this podcast after having discovered my own family secrets and after a lifetime of writing about them without knowing why. And I realized how much we hide from ourselves and what liberation can happen when we speak to our deepest truths. And your journey, which you tell so beautifully in your new book, More Myself, seems to explore so clearly this path toward deeper knowing, which is, of course, a lifetime's work. And it kept on striking me as I was reading your book that it's a spiritual journey uh, that you take us on. Would you agree with that? Mm, wow. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I think it's the deepest uncovering uh, finding your way to yourself and your truth and 
And that is a spiritual process. That's like an opening, a revelation, it's a, uh, a searching, a seeking, um, a rawness. So, yeah, I, I do. And I think even even more so the confidence to try to see yourself and to be brave enough to look at it and hear yourself and all those things that I personally have found um, is part of what I'm learning more and more and demanding of myself. So, yeah, I love that idea of it being a spiritual journey for sure. Given the moment that we're having this conversation, there's a really brief passage in your book that I just want to read. It's fairly early on, and you write, Nothing but uncertainty is certain. Circumstances come together only to fall apart moments or months later, and then in a flash we must rise up and regain our footing. In the rearview mirror, I now see so clearly what escaped me then. It's not that the ground underneath me was suddenly shifting. It's that it's never still. That's part of the work of my journey, getting comfortable with life's groundlessness. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild when we have our own words kind of like spoken back to us. It's like, yeah, that's right. Mm, it is so true. I mean, I think about that so much, even in the context of as we, as we are all discovering who we are and figuring out who we are and finding, you know, our space and our truths and 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 all of these things and especially me as I'm discovering that it's always shifting and it's always kind of coming back to me um demanding to know if I actually learned the lesson or if I can just recite it well and that's a really big one because a lot of times I find that I'll be tested and we'll all be tested in these small ways um especially tested about Will I choose myself? Will I um, be willing to say more no's? Will I be willing to understand and, and really listen to myself internally and, 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 and be comfortable with what I think as opposed to looking for the validation from the outside world or from people I trust even? Um, and, and, and these tests, they keep coming back to me and coming back to me. And sometimes, you know, Danny, I... I, I don't do that well. And, and I'm like, damn, there, I, I did it again. I already know this. Why am I finding myself in this place? And sometimes I really do get it. And I say, nope, that's not what I need to do right now. And I'm very strong and clear and it's crystal. And I'm so proud because I didn't have to second guess or doubt or whatever. But it is definitely always a shift. It's always shifting. I think we're always learning something new. We're always being asked to remember what we already know. Um, and, and do it some more. Uh, so it is for sure that is so true. Thanks for reading that. I think your, your book speaks to that so beautifully because, you know, one of the things that struck me as I was reading it, I was thinking, you know, I would be immersed in these life lessons whether this book was written by Alicia Keys or not. You know, like it wasn't, you, you, you write at one point, Fame for the sake of fame has never been the dream, but spreading light is a pleasure I'll always live for. And that's what your story feels like to me. It's, And it also strikes me that that's part of what's allowed you to become you again and again and again over the course of your life thus far, is that spreading light is what keeps us honest and open and 
moving out of ourselves and into the deepest parts of ourselves, but not into like what the world is looking for from us. And, you know, you, you cover the span of your life pretty much from your childhood growing up in New York City to pretty close to the present. And one of the things that it seems like it's about to me is when you became hugely famous really young, and there's this really sweet moment where, you know, you're, you're 20 years old and you've just been on Oprah and you've played on Oprah's, you know, sort of massive stage and you fly home and somebody recognizes you in the airport and you think, do I know you? Oh, no, like I'm actually just being recognized. And then you're back in your neighborhood. You're in your mom's neighborhood and you're, you're, you're walking around and, and you, you write something like, I was probably out like going to the, to the fake ID place because I wasn't 21 yet. And it's like so often people who are told who they are by the world or that they're great, that they have greatness or that they have a great gift when they're that young can't handle it, you know, can't lose themselves or never have a chance to find themselves. And yours is a story of finding yourself over and over again. And I'm just wondering how, what do you think gave you the inner compass to do that, to just keep your feet on the ground? Wow. Oh, man. You know, there's so many parts of that that that, that just brought up for me. Um, even the part where it, it, it was, you know, Oprah has been such a beautiful mentor to so many of us in the world because we, you know, even before I knew her personally, she was a and you know somebody that I that I looked up to and that I thought was such a powerful force for good and and that was the first person that I actually recognized. I remember being so clear, seeing her and realizing that you could not only be an extremely powerful business person, but also on the side of good. And I think so many times we witness people who are very very successful, um, and I don't know, you know, it's like kind of by any means necessary, cutthroat. You know, they'll just like do whatever they have to do to follow the the dollar. The dollar is king, and 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 obviously that doesn't lead us in any good place. Which is, you know, I think a lot of what we're exploring now, as a as a global family, just recognizing um, the different unfairnesses that we're seeing all around us. And so a lot of that is all is always led by greed. So so I think that was such a powerful recognition for me. And so to be able to meet her and perform on her show and for her to embrace my song and and then to come back to my neighborhood and come back on the plane and for people to actually be recognizing me and 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 have been touched by that moment I remember I actually distinctly not only did that film me with great pride of course and excitement because whoa who would have ever imagined and the, these things that you dream about and when they start to come to fruition you can't believe it but I also remember becoming very self-conscious very self-conscious and almost um, to the place where I always wanted to hide. And I do believe that that's the beginning of some of the ways that I started to kind of tuck myself away and and put on what I definitely refer to as an armor. And that thing that we just kind of, that wall, that seal that we put on so that we can get through the day and and kind of not expose too much of ourselves personally and and to be able to just kind of handle everything. And, 
And I know that for a lot of my life, I've been unwinding that armor, that steel, that wall, um, that I think was a direct result of that kind of immediate attention that I just, I didn't know how to handle it. And I was just a girl from Hell's Kitchen in Harlem and man, I didn't know what to do with it. So, um, so I think that in a way that is something that I've also been unwinding for myself. But I think the way I was able to keep my feet some, you know, on the ground through it all also was because of this almost desire to stay normal, (laughs) (laughs) to be a normal human being who could actually, you know, just, just who I've always been, who I've always been. I didn't want that to be taken away from me. I didn't want to not recognize myself. I was, I think I was very afraid of not being able to recognize myself to the point where I stifled my growth in a lot of ways because I just wanted to recognize the person I'd always known, but that's impossible because we're growing and we have to grow and we should allow ourselves to grow. We should meet the new parts of ourselves. And that's only something that I recognize now, many years later. Um, so it's so amazing how all these things kind of happen at one time and but later you kind of see what it's all for. And I think the real reason I was able to be grounded is because my mother is so, <laughs> such a little firecracker. Like she is so phenomenal and she's always just, she raised me a single mother and, you know, there's a certain, you know, there was just a certain humbleness that was, had to be just because that's the way that we live and the circumstances we were in. And she was always big on like, well, how do you think that makes somebody else feel? And, you know, would you want to be treated like that? And she would always give me these big, big ideas, these big lessons, these golden rules, these things that would stuck stuck with me a lot. And I think that was how I was able to stay on the ground and stay very grounded because of her guidance and the way that she was very honest and raw and even when things started going, she, you know, she couldn't be less impressed. She wanted to just make sure that people were taking advantage of me, you know, because I was a kid. I was 16, yeah. 17, you know, so, so, um, and I get it. So it's, it's, I think she's a big part of how I was able to stay in that grounded space. We'll be back in a moment with more Family Secrets. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. 
We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. part of your book that made me actually get a little teary, your wise Nana, your father's mother, and the way that you describe her um, actually really reminded me, I've, in my work, I've written a lot about an elderly aunt of mine, my Aunt Shirley, who's now 96, and wow. the, the wisdom, like the, the, um, the kind of pure, unadulterated wisdom just filtered down to you by your grandmother who um, who loved you so much and who you loved. And we don't need a lot of people like that in our lives, but we need, you know, one or two, if we're lucky, that give us that sense of... Um, and would you would you say that, that Nana also was part of that grounding for you? Oh, my gosh, so much. You know, one of my favorite things people tell me is that I'm so much like my Nana. And when people tell me that, like, that our spirits are similar... And that we even look similarly, it's the biggest, biggest compliment that I can ever be given. Because to me, she was everything, just everything. She just embodied, you know, she just embodied such a kindness, such a thoughtfulness, such a spirit of soul. There's not a person 
that didn't know her. The way that she walked in a room, she filled it. She filled the whole room. That she she knew every kid on the street. She knew every kid at the school. She was, you know, she was that involved. You know, I I remember all the time coming in, seeing her bed or her. The kitchen table was filled with cards that she was sending cards that she was sending to people to remember an event, to remember an occasion, to tell them that she loved them. Like these things that she would just do, just you know that spirit that was so present and so thoughtful and and so to me she I learned so much from her I just that that strength that she had and that way that she was such a leader in those ways and 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 uh such a giver you know such a lover so um definitely I think she also came to the ground in this especially that time which I don't even know no, I don't even think I wrote this in the book when I um she told me we were going to like church or something and she was bringing me somewhere special. She was bringing me and she put me in this really pretty dress. And she told me, you know, I said, I'm going outside. She's like, do not get this dress dirty. And I was playing with my friends and we were jumping over a thing. And I didn't realize that like the, the, the hose had sprayed the dirt and the dirt was slippery. And when I jumped over the thing we were jumping over, I slipped in my shoes and my white dress and I fell in the mud. And exactly what she told me not to do happened. And I went back in the house. And I know she was so upset at me. She was so upset at me because she specifically told me don't get dirty. And she just looked at me. And that look crushed me harder than if she yelled and screamed and, you know, slapped the back of my hand. It crushed me so hard to disappoint her, you know, more than any type of physical anything that she could have done. And again, just a testament to that strength, to that, like, you know what what that does to you that 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 um beautiful poise that she she had as well, and definitely lots of life lessons uh that she gave me too, so she was a, another big part of my grounding a very important woman in my life that I think showed me what a woman looks like. I love that you said that people you know say to you that that you re- you remind them of of your nana because one of the things that it felt like to me was that the lessons, those life lessons that she transmitted to you, um, you're transmitting in, in, in your, in, through your journey and in your story. Um, she, you know, there was a lot there about forgiveness. And, and there are just these places where you, um, you really talk to us, you know, you talk to the reader um, about these kind of, universal values of, um, you know, what it is to forgive. And she really urges you to do that. You know, that there, there are more important things, more important things than holding on to an old story. It doesn't change the story. It just changes you and hardens your heart. And it seems like so much of the way that your growth has happened is about opening your heart, not closing it, opening your palms, not clenching them. Mm, 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 mm. No, yes, she totally. And and as she, you know, I thought that was you're so right. And as she became, you know, she she passed away. She had cancer, and and as she became more sick, I remember, and I I spoke about this, and I'm sure we've all felt like this in some way or another. But I remember being quite upset that I I didn't feel like I saw the amount of people that I know that she wrote all those letters. And spent all this all this time and energy and effort with and 
And I, you know, I, I remember I felt a little bit frustrated, like, where are they? Where are they? And, you know, even Craig, my father, who is dealing now that I can be more empathetic and understanding about how difficult, you know, seeing your mother, you know, be approaching a transition, you know, at death. I didn't understand even he. I was like, where is he? And I know now that that was so hard for him to come to terms with. Um, you know, I've learned a lot more grace and a lot more empathy in these, you know, over time. And um, but she she had this these thoughts and she knew already that you know she she was so clear that you you can't change people mm. you can't make people who you want them to be and I said what are you talking about you got to tell people what you think and how do they know if you don't tell them and you got to you know <laughs> it's all and she's like you you can't you're spending so much energy trying to do something that may just disappoint you and I, and that's something I never learned for a long time and and again not to get it confused i do believe that you should express your truth and i don't think that just because you may get disappointed means you should not express your truth or should not do something that you deeply know you need to so i don't want that to get misconstrued but um but there was a knowing like this wise wisdom in knowing that people are as they are and if you can actually accept that then you can decide what to do with it you can decide you know what, I, I that person is that way and I choose to not interface with that person as much. Or that person is that way and I'm okay with that because I know they're like that and I'm, I'm, I can accept that. Whatever you're going to do with it, at least you can choose what you want to do with it as opposed to, you know, emotions taking you everywhere, you know, because you want somebody to do what you want them to do. So this is so amazing. She still feeds me all the time. Yeah, I totally can imagine. We'll be right back. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to know a little bit about what was the spark, like what was the impetus? Um, it's not like you don't have enough going on. What, why did you decide to share this journey in this way? And I mean, at one point, I think you compared it to, you know, it's creating an album takes uh, a lot of time and a lot of care and a lot of thought about what belongs with what, you know, which is similar, I think, to writing a book. But what made you want to do it now? You know, it's been, a, as you know, it's been a little while since I actually had the thought to do it mm -hmm. because it takes some quite some time, right. <laughs> far more time than I possibly ever expected. So at the time when I was first considering this idea um, it was really right around the album that I put out called Here. And Here was a really, this is the album before the one that I'm putting out um, next, which is called Alicia. But Here um, was really a transformational time for me, and it completely made me look at myself in a way I never had before. And it made me look at... Um, the world in a way that I never had before, too. 
in regards to our learned behaviors and our, you know, the things that we pick up from our parents, from the television, from all of the all of the all of the places that we walk from the day that we're born, we start to receive this information, this narrative that, you know, you were talking about just a little bit ago, this story that we create for ourselves and that we buy into and opt into and call our truths and all these things. And I was really starting to awaken to that and understand that I wanted to redefine what that was for me. And I was, I, I realized that so many choices that I was making, so many things I was doing was based off of, um, you know, me kind of buying into this ideal of many different things of what, what beauty is, of, um, what success is, of, you know, how, and if, if it was, if it's important or not to be liked by many people, to please people, all these ideas and things of who I was that I just was starting to really challenge. And I started to challenge it through music and I started to challenge it. I actually remember very distinctly, and I wrote about this, that I, I wrote a list of shit that I was sick of. <laughs> and it's the first time I ever wrote a list like that. And I don't know if you've ever written a list like that. Yeah, I think I think I need to right away. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write this list. It, it it was so crazy because I think so much of our lives we spend being so damn accommodating and so extra thoughtful. We don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. And so we keep our list of things that might make us so angry to ourselves because God forbid we make anybody angry or we dissent in our opinions or whatever. And so I was, that's me. I was, that's the person I fight against being all the time. And so, and so I wrote this list and it really started to clarify these feelings that I had and ignite uh, just the words to put to it. And I took that list and I translated it into these songs that ended up becoming the Here album which is one of my all-time favorite albums that I ever did because it was the first time I didn't compromise. I didn't compromise my message. I didn't try to make a bunch of songs that were going to be commercial, you know, radio-friendly. I just wrote what I needed to write. And it was such a liberation process, and I found myself on my knees for the majority of the time just giving thanks to even the ease from which it came because it was just so clear. So, so I think that that's, that process was what started me to find more of who I actually am and who I want to be and how do I how do I express that and how do I start to define that for myself and break these um, these oppressions that kind of live over us that we you know don't even realize stopping us from so much and once I started to uncover that that was when I think people really saw it people started to really take notice and. And and that was when I realized that I had something to share like this because I could see the evolution from that little girl um, in Hell's Kitchen in Harlem to this young woman who really started to make my own definitions of myself. So so that's where I said, you know what? I I, I before this I would have never considered writing a book. I mean, who wants to do that <laughs> <laughs> in regards to exposing exposing all of your vulnerable places and your, you know those things and everything? Like, who wants to do that? That sounds scary. that sounds crazy. <laughs> but in this, with this new recognition, I knew I, I did want to do it because I I knew that it was something that we were all trying to figure out. I hope you'll come back tomorrow for part two of my conversation with Alicia. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.